previously on 1B D&D. After smearing some demonicker on themselves to better blend in as they traverse the battlefields of Avernus, Myri believes she can fly, Talia gives new meaning to the phrase hoofing it, and the pixie elephant turned into an energy vampire. The trio had a brief run-in with the General Zariel and now stand outside Fort Knucklebones, where they hope to find a clue to the location of Zariel's sword with the help of some kinku mechanics. Oh my god, I don't want to send us on a tangent so quickly, but... <laughs> Literally within seconds, go on. Have you heard of original pronunciation? Did I talk to you about this already? No. Okay, great. It sounds like an obnoxious fashion line. <laughs> it does, but it's not. The way that like received pronunciation is categorized as a British dialect. Oh, sh- sure, yes. Original pronunciation. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. It's Scottish pirate is the best description of it. So unintelligible. <laughs> It's like intelligible Scottish pirate, I will say. The the stuff I've heard of it mm. is supposed to be what it sounded like when Shakespeare plays were being done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, why rhymes that don't rhyme when we do them now rhymed then? Like, yeah. loof and blood. Doubt not the stars doth muff. Doubt truth to be a liar, but never doubt mm-hmm. I love. Yeah. Yeah. Word and sword. Well, Sarah, like, was pushing us all into doing it was like, I really think this is a really great way to do this. It makes the rhymes for the lovers work really well in Midsummer. So I gave it a try, but like I got to that lawn today and was like, oh, I forgot about projection. Well, this accent I'm not even that confident on is gone. <laughs> like, oh, I would rather oh, the outdoors. heard That's me. That's right. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, you know, I did all those outdoor Shakespeare's at UCSB and it was all about who could be heard got the laughs. And you know me. <laughs> I want the laughs. Uh, crave that laugh. I need that laugh. Give me that sweet, sweet ha-ha that nectar. Sweet, sweet. Ha-ha nectar is such a good phrase. <laughs> <laughs> that that should be a t-shirt. That's my next cantrip candle. Oh, my God. Ha-ha nectars are great. I think they do candle making classes. With my ample free time right now. <laughs> <laughs> the deep, deep-seated sigh. Uh... Left to make out there, to take a nap. There is a weariness. <laughs> left to make out to take a nap. I, did, I left mid-make out to take a nap. <laughs> that's, that's dating in that's your actually, 30s. <laughs> took advantage of our time delay here to sleep for 20 full minutes. And I'm a new person. I'm not. I'm the same lecherous, <laughs> needy, sleepy, self-absorbed old sleepy person. Sleepy person. I'm a, I'm a sleepy babe. <laughs> Truly a sleepy baby. But I'll send you all these videos because I found it really interesting, even though I knew I couldn't. You could absorb this accent. I can't absorb accents very quickly Um, because I thought it was cool. And it's kind of coming into the vogue. Mm. This guy recorded three hours worth of Shakespeare's most famous lines in that accent. And I want to buy the CD because it's not anywhere. Or actually, I'm going to request the library to buy it so I can have it. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Thanks. Grand. Look at that. Gold. Four minutes. That's pretty good. That's not a ter- not <laughs> terrible for where we've been in the past. Um, Mark Prolsch <laughs> flying with <laughs> elephant ears. With the ears. Comes up behind you. The Kenku <laughs> scrambles up on top of this like uh, mm-hmm. scrap vehicle. And the tide <sighs> kind of washes back out. And you hear a voice say, Get off the merchandise! The Kenku... Scared, goes, oh, you are cruising for a bruising. Scrambles down. And you see, I need my book still. Uh, 
A tall creature wearing a long tattered shift covered in mud, blood, mold, and worse. <gasps> lurching toward you at an off-kilter step. She has bones tied in th- among her uh, the rags that cover her in various iterations and an enormous ant-like head as a codpiece, like right at her crotch. Two horns come off of her the back of her neck and curl back down along her back. Uh, other than that, she has the face of a shriveled old woman. Various, uh, like all of her uh, garments are tattered bits of like red and brown cloth uh, that have been stitched together. And she tugs along by a leash, an enormous insectoid-like demon that looks as if parts of him have been stitched together. He's got chitinous bug-like legs that come up to uh, oh, a, no. a bulbous carapace with like kind of crab claw hands and uh, urchin-like shoulders. Most noticeably about him, an enormous intestine-like tube is stitched onto his mouth and curves down along onto his back. As he muffles as he's dragged along by this thread that you can see is stitching parts of his legs still together. Like he's in the middle of being sewn up as she's dragging him by this needle. And he has no nose and big long horns coming off of his eyebrows. Come on, Mickey, hurry up. Her eyes seem to move independently of each other as she approaches you, her straggly brown hair hanging in front of them. Then both her eyes focus keenly on the two of you. Myrie just gets her face in order after grimacing for so long, right as it happens. Just instinct kicks in Mm -hmm. and she looks smarmy instead. My goodness. Customers, please, please, uh, they should have mentioned. Can I interest you in a vehicle? No. Are you certain Mad Maggie has the finest prices in all of Avernus? Mad Maggie? Isn't that right, Mickey? Back me up. And she tugs on the needle and goes, I think I'm okay for now. Well, you're not going to be going anywhere. That's perfectly fine. Might I interest you a room in the arcade? Have a little refreshment. Take a load off. Come spend some time and some soul coins at the (sighs) various games that we offer for your leisure. As enticing as that sounds, Mad Maggie, what exactly did your man there say to you? He said, No, 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 no. I'm sorry, you're a... your feathered man over here. He came up here telling me that he loved me over and over again. Uh-huh. I hate those cuddly emotions. So I came out here to see what was the matter. I didn't realize that he was trying to alert me to potential uh, uh, connoisseurs. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell about to Red, and I'm like, I feel like this is a distraction. Aren't we supposed to be talking to these kankus? I don't think she can. Oh, yeah, she can telepath back. Um, no, I don't think she can. No, she can't. I think you're right. Yeah. Only Lulu can. N- yeah. Lulu, what did Red say? <laughs> <laughs> Lulu's our walkie-talkie. Her ears turned into the shape of tin cans. <laughs> She's saying that all we know is that we had to start here, and the Kenku knows something. The Kenku led us to this lady. Maybe there's something to be said there. But perhaps we should investigate more. I am interested to see what you have to offer us on the inside. Oh, please, of course. Come step right this way. I have all manner of interesting wares. Mm -hmm. Mickey, come on. 
and she tugs again at the middle. He looks back over at you, uh, the two of you, very sadly, and like you know, screws up his eyebrows as he hobbles off in front of you. You can see that the tube doesn't go straight into his back necessarily, and as he walks, he shivers, and you see it kind of undulate back up toward his mouth. Ew. Yeah, it's a pretty gross place, Hal. <laughs> I don't like it. That's gross. Also, as she's walking up, uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely doing this to investigate, so that would be great. I got a crit. As you are walking, you can see of the many cloth bits that are stitched into her garments, they're all pieces of tapestry like they have many figures on them they all look like to be they're like cloth bits and her main back shows zariel uh, holding a sword up so i've seen what the sword looks like what does it look like you've seen the sword in the vision i think uh the the glove opened it up for you it's a uh, handle glows blue and like you know keep in mind this is an artist's rendition yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but it, it glows blue. It's got an intricate silver hilt uh, with a long handle that ends in this curved, like, ringed pommel. Their uh, cross guard uh, resembles a butterfly. Mm. Uh, but she's holding it up to someone as she's fallen on the ground and looks up. Who is it? It's torn. All you can see is uh, that she's holding it t- to someone whose hand is reaching out. Myri, mm-hmm. do you see that? Yeah, I see it. Maybe that's you. That hand. Wow. Holds up pudgy white fingers. Yeah. Maybe. Could have been. Maybe she does know something after all. Hmm. Come, come, step right this way. I've got many, many fine wares for discerning eyes such as yours. Uh, She brings you forward, and what appears to be an elven man steps out past her, uh, heading the other way, and she goes, Oh, sorry, smile, uh, Thank you again for a lovely visit as ever. I hope you don't make an old woman wait too long before you stop by again. She says, bringing a gnarled, yellowed fingernail up to her uh, lip to toy to run along it. You see, this is quite actually a handsome man. He's wearing garments that appear to be made out of leaves. He's got almost like thatch-like hair that uh, is pulled back tight. And otherwise comely visage he wears leather gauntlets wrapped around carries a sword at his belt but as he looks at you he was already smiling and as he eyes you he widens his smile unnaturally large who are your new guests perhaps i'm leaving too soon now now i can't have you scaring off any more potential I'll uh, hurry back when I am less distracted and I can focus all of my attention where it belongs. Uh, I say the fuck out of this guy's way. He walks off as he does, turning his head to smile at you as long as possible before mounting a small two-wheeled vehicle. Both of the wheels uh, in line with it. It's a motorcycle. He gets on a motorcycle as he revs it made out of bones <laughs> uh, there's bones there's metal bits and like it is kind of touch, but as he goes it's like okami and like grass and flowers sprouts up in a trail uh, cool. behind him but then instantly in the air oh, withers and dies and like little t- animated tulips go ah, ah, oh, oh, pull out fans and then shrivel up and, uh, and it carries off into the is distance is he from the Feywild how'd you know I don't know they all got that kind of fruity thing to them. Yeah, they sure do, don't they? Floral, floral, mm-hmm. fruity. 
There's just, you know, there's a certain quality. Yeah. Something in the lilt. Smiler's one of my regulars. He used to run a huge band when he first showed up here, but oh, one thing led to another. He couldn't hold on to it, and he's more of a lone ranger now. But uh, he comes around. He's never actually asked to join up with my gang, but I can tell he wants to. Are these uh birds here part of your gang, too? They are. Good help is so hard to find, you know. Mm-hmm. You take it where you can get it. How long have you been here? The whole war? <laughs> oh, God. I don't think anybody's been here the whole war. Mm. Not even Zario. Mm. This war is as old as time. It's law and chaos. Order and destruction fighting against one another. I suppose Zariel really amped it up, though trying to go so on the offensive. We thought she was going to have the edge for a bit. Her tactics, her expertise certainly did sway things in Hell's favor, but they've just got the numbers. But enough about war. The war will always be there waiting. Let's talk about deals. Ain't you right. Deals. Oh. Sure. I specialize in the garage here, of course. I don't didn't see... A vehicle that you came in on, so I can't help but notice that you're probably... Her hand is going all over the place between the two of you, um, gesturing back and forth. I can't help but notice that the two of you are probably in need of uh, transportation. I'm interested. Not ready to commit to anything right now. Oh, of course, and not without a test ride. Naturally, I wouldn't throw you off. You know, Zariel herself, though, uh, was eyeing this model, and she pats, like crimson red like mustang looking but with a cow catcher prow on the top of it and like huge monster truck wheels jacking up the back end i am a something of a sorry i wouldn't say fan because fans are embarrassing but i you too thing she cocks an eyebrow at you you too Oh my god, I saw some images of her before she started the war, and I was like, wow, it's just so cool to see, like, where she's been and where she's come to, you know? The rookie card, you know? <laughs> yeah, the, the rise and fall, the, the rage and grace. Where, where'd you see this? Just out of curiosity, one fan to another. Uh, I caught this image of a statue. Oh, you're talking about one of those broken old statues in the Crypt of the Hellriders, right? Yeah, I've, I've seen them too. They're not actually uh, from before. They were made after the fall in the image of a likeness. So I, really? Yeah, sorry. So these are the kind of thing that a, uh, a true aficionado knows. Man. Well, I know that I, 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 I love accessories. I mean, look at my coat. And I know that she was super into... God, what's the name of it? The the blade of um, or a sword of what? Her sword? Yeah, the sword of Zariel. You can't remember the sword of Zariel? I, for some reason, <laughs> I thought it had some sort. Oh my god, this is so embarrassing. I thought it had some sort of name. You know, like Big Blue. <laughs> oh sure, on the forums maybe, but. I mean, <laughs> In the I, forum. <laughs> in, yeah, sorry, what did I say? In the forum, maybe. <laughs> but no, you know, in, uh, in for uh, an actual... Mickey, stop!
stop it manners she pulls on the uh needle he was reaching for talia and then his hand jerked back and she goes we have guests potential customers who have share a common interest with us i uh, i don't want to be uh, i don't want to be a big nerd but i did catch the tapestry in your back this old thing it's beautiful this was uh, actually from no herself <gasps> a gift i mean it's such a shame it's ripped but wow I know. Cool. Uh, someday, maybe I'll find the other pieces of it. I have a. So it was a gift, but it was torn? Yeah, you know, the way sometimes gifts fall from the sky, mm. smoldering, and you stumble mm. upon Let's not worry about I have mm. quite, actually quite a few things that I've made myself. And she snaps her fingers, and like the lights change, and a bunch of Zarya like <laughs> cutouts pop up of like, you know, like. Da, 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 da. My name's Ariel, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. Yeah, yeah. Only the recording is clearly Maggie doing yeah, them, yeah. or it's like it's a bunch my of can- no, it's a bunch of Cancun <laughs> together. Name my is- name is Zariel, and this is my favorite store in uh, Avernus. Yeah, I forgot the Citadel. <laughs> All of the warlords here trust my wares. There's a reason I've been in charge of Fort Knucklebones as long as I have. You know, it's uh, prime real estate around here, and the rent is always due. So I traffic in a few Zariel wares for the other aficionados, the fans and things, you know, tchotchkes. She knocks a Zariel bobblehead that goes off. Mm -hmm. But my real merchandise is in... You know, machines, and she pats uh, a not Zariel related thing. It uh, appears to be an automaton, a like ironclad uh, representation of a human. It says uh-huh. Mage Class Warforged across its chest. Cool. Uh, it, it is it is like just a kind of lifeless puppet. Powered though. down. Yeah. Whoa! I have not seen one of these in a while. Right in the first season. In the Am first season, yeah. Right? No, it no, it, it has been a church? while. With some guys? Uh-huh. Big robots? Yes, there are. Yes, there was. Yes, there is. I'm right. He's like, you've never seen anyone like this. He can do your ironing. He can change engines. He can scorch He's your enemies iron- with the fury of an endless conflict. He's an iron? Yes, he can iron. He's an ironer made of iron. He's an ironing ironer. Do you see what you've done? Does he just use his hands? I'm so sorry. Um... You don't seem like a silly woman. You seem like a woman of taste. You flatter me. That's normally my job. Tell me about it, young lady. (laughs) This Warforged, it's in this Zariel section? Is that right? Oh, it's not the Zariel section. The whole store became Zariel. And then she, like, snaps her fingers and it shoots back. Great. Like, ah, it's no, it's it's, it's more of my day trade. Not everybody's is willing to sport the merchandise is uh, some they they think it you know reads poorly on it plus everybody's got their own branding every warlord around here wants something oh, that they man. can set up to distinguish themselves catchy names fun demon grinders things like that demon grinders for sure for sure <laughs> uh, but i've got a couple of you know uh, interesting projects that i'm working on uh 
the dream machine uh, might be something that will interest you. What does that do? Well, of course, no, it wouldn't be of any use to you. Uh, it's just a, a, a little side project that I have. Um, it allows others to see the dreams and memories of uh, of their companions, which sometimes can be, you know, rather erotic. Is that something we could use here, or...? Yeah! Well, I'd have to clean it first, but yeah, that's, uh... That's something uh, that you can do. It's, uh, I will let you know, it is not, um... 100% finished yet, so there is a slight risk involved. I'll have to sign a waiver. I don't think I need to sign anything. Mm, Risk bothers me not. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's more of a liability issue than it is, you know. Mm -hmm. This is just watching out for my own tail. I I am a used car saleswoman in hell after all. (laughs) (laughs) Are you dying right now? Not to put too fine a point on it, but... uh, (laughs) (gasps) Can I see it first? Of course, of course. In fact, here, I'll read this over while I assist these other customers. Oh, isn't this a sight for sore eyes? Good to see the family all back together. Are you just here for your regular tune-up? No, Maggie. Bitter breath snuck up on us outside of the... The fire lakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, outside of the fire lakes. <laughs> Bitter breath ran into us outside of the fire lakes and took off one of our wheels. The twins were barely able to navigate us back here. Oh. But it's good to have them learning young. Trust me, the best help you can find is the one you make yourselves. Just bring the Satan wagon around. I'll, I'll, I'll have a chaka and clunk on it in a moment. And as she's talking, you glance over, and even though the influence of hell has warped and twisted their flesh, there is still something untouchable about Amalia Castlemanter's beauty. And as damn it, she clad in leather, hair pulled back tight. I'm very much like going off the brutal legend, like Devilicus, like fucking uh, aesthetic here. I gotta play that game. It's 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 fun. There, it's elements for the fun. They tried to I do know. like the RTS, and I was just not into it. It it it's kills the pace. Strategy. The boss fights are. It completely kills the pace. It, and it's like. It's weird to learn when you're in the middle of like a roaming car adventure game. I get that so they were weird. like trying to be innovative, but it it didn't. Yeah, it was Classic it flopped. It flopped. Fine. I knew it flopped for a reason, but next it's to her, cheap now. Go on. Uh, so that's uh, Amalia uh, is you know a whip at her side, leathery bat like devil wings coming off of her back. Damn. Victorio in full infernal iron plate mail. And uh, horns coming out of his forehead above his temples. Oswaldo, their son, the chain devil, who killed you the first time. (laughs) Still wrapped in irons, uh, much like the city of El Torel itself. And the twins, Elzarina and Terenzio, somewhat fused together with giant horns coming off of their head and green skin. Bulky, monstrous, huge except for their childlike faces and legs, which kick out from their chests as they're like, oh, mom, look, look at the uh, uh, trebuchet on this one. It's like, we're not buying any new accessories for the Satan wagon. They go back about their business. But the Castellander family is all here together at last in hell.
together in Paris in hell. <laughs> Thank God I'm a different race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll never know. Amalia knew where you were halfling. She was uh, in uh, Ice Iceland, Ice Town Village, Ice Icewind Dale. Will you use the usual? Have some time in the well, and uh, I'll buzz you when they're ready. Uh, I do, of course, um, as per usual, <coughs> cash up front. She goes, yes, Oswald. And the chain slinks sh- 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 over, reaches into his like folds of metal and pulls out some soul coins. And his mother slaps his hand and goes, not that one. And she reaches down and picks up a coin. And Myrie, with your passive perception of 20 billion or whatever it is. I believe it's 20. I think it's an even 20. The orange light outside, like shining through the rooftop of this janky scrap heap, catches the light and glints right at you. And you see on the side of it, Stevie's face. <gasps> I'm saving this one for a special occasion. But then she takes out a few others, plops them into Mad Maggie's hand. Uh, she curls her old gnarled, wizened fingers around it. <laughs> Thank you. And she tucks it into her, uh, her scabby, scabby bosom and goes, I'll buzz you when it's ready. And the castle lanterns leave. Before they leave. Mm-hmm. I want it, T. I want it. So you are currently hidden among the Zarielian paraphernalia. And the various junk that is in here. You hear a voice in your head say, Not now. I need that coin. She she says she needs the coin. Oh, sorry. I got to switch channels. There's a moment's pause. She says that there will be a time and a place for it. But if we act rashly now, we're going to ruin this lady's shop and we need information from her. <laughs> There's a mage hand forming next to Amalia <laughs> Castellanta right now. <laughs> <laughs> just like in the ether and red's like shaking her head at you but she like turns and has to turn all the way to look through her blinders and then turns all the way back like this 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 uh disembodied raven hand is like summoned and like close to the pocket and it turns to red and flips her off it makes a mm. rock on with its three fingies <laughs> and, uh, mm. yeah yeah just i mean it's got down. the back one right just yeah <laughs> The back one and the middle one together. Uh, mm-hmm. And then <laughs> disappears. Um, Myrie is like pressing her fingernails into her palm. I let them go. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to. You can start a tussle here. But but I think we'll die if we fight five people. It, in this witch who makes deals lair? I don't think it's going to go well. I know what you're talking about. She, she's a witch. She's <laughs> just a uh, small business owner. <laughs> Oh my god. Do you watch The Bear? I sure do, dog. I have not seen the new season yet. I know I need to. No, you're fine. We're only watching two episodes at a time. We're trying to make it last. But this whole season's about being a small business owner. Yo, yeah, for real. It's like about him opening the restaurant, right? Yeah, like they're it. like renovating it. Yeah, it's like it's gonna be a very, little too apropos it's for me. It's gonna be very right harrowing. I think you should honestly wait. <laughs> I think it'll be easier to watch later. I mean, I don't have any skin in the game. Is the main thing. There's no none. I never put my own money in the show. I thought you were see. I got no mutton to spend. I got no mutton to spend. You know that old chestnut, that classic phrase that people use. I love the phrase that old chestnut. I'm sorry, I broke my pencil. Give me one moment, please. Okay, what are we doing? <laughs> There's like some thing that might have knowledge on the sword that she has, kind of. 
So what she has kind of is, um, so where were we? <laughs> I think I mentioned my dream machine. Mm. That was interesting to mm. you. Yes, yes, for my for my dreams. <laughs> and the dreams of your friends, of course, mm-hmm, of course. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting thing. It allows you to see into the subconscious of another. The only problem is, and I do, I go into this letting you know I'm, I'm an honest woman, but sometimes in lieu of dreams, due to the nature of exploring the subconscious, you get repressed memories. Ooh, that's so bad. Certainly not... What I want. I know nobody does. It's been lying dormant for centuries now. I look at this now. <laughs> I look at Lulu, <laughs> who's like doing loop-de-loops in the air. <laughs> I have repressed memories. Or not repressed, just pressed. I don't know if they've been pressed more than once. Can they be repressed if they were never... What? Where'd the lights go? <laughs> yes. We already paid you. We're ready to go right on in there. Did you already pay me? I don't believe that you did. Yes, we did. I could have said that. I don't think I have soul juice right now. Soul juice, soju. Um, so I just roll it regular. Oh, yeah. You mean temporary hit points? Yeah. Soul juice. Yeah. <laughs> soju, you know. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Good thing I'm... Reliable talent. I'm going to rely on that talent. Yeah. (laughs) Instead. It would make this really high. You don't need luck when you have practice. (laughs) Who needs luck when you have a skill you've worked on? (laughs) Says every Boo, dad. Shut up. (laughs) Adult in their 50s. I don't know. I want to hear it, coach. Push it. 70s? I feel like 50s are millennials. What I'm trying to say- Everybody we knew in our 50s are- in their 70s now. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is reliable talent works. 10 and below, it becomes a 10. Yes. That's right. Then my role is a dirty 20 and not a 2 plus 10. That's, that's fine. Her insight was a natural 20. I understand. Uh-huh. <laughs> I understood. She cracks her knuckles. Look, I was born at night, but it wasn't last night. <laughs> I am the potentate of this establishment, and I shall not be fibbed to or glibbed at. What's a potentate? No, no, it's her title. I like it, though. <laughs> okay, great. Um, oh. <laughs> she shakes her head. I'm sorry. I saw the soul coins between that customer and you. I'm so- I, my brain. It's been a long Friday. Now, I'm going to let this one pass because you're another fan of Zariel and we have an understanding. But if you try and Welsh on a deal again, which I think is the like least offensive version of like that expression. But if you try and Welsh on a deal again in my business establishment, I'm going to feed you to Mickey. And he shudders again and the, tu- the tube slurps up. You, uh, uh, understand. Now then, let's show you to that dream machine, shall we? <laughs> yes, let's. It's just one soul coin for a ride. I'm going to leave that one alone. Okay. I look at my soul coins. Do you want to give me a buffet of three <laughs> people? I have seven. Uh, you, Regent, you actually feel you have more. You have nine. Why? Two more have shown up that you did not account for, that you did not pick up off the devils. I look at red. Red looks at you. I telep, telep, telepath to her. 
Did you put soul coins in my pocket? No. Did you put... I feel like that's against your religion. Did you put some soul coins in my pocket? Don't look at me. Uh, I look at the elephant. <laughs> she looks over at Mickey, who's like, what at her? And she goes, don't look at me. <laughs> Lulu, did your no. trunk slurp up some coins? Maybe once upon a time. Memory is not my strong suit. Lulu, do you know about soul coins? Sure. No. <laughs> that's a no. <laughs> I can intuit from the context. Are two of them babies? Like, did these soul coins be birthed? <laughs> Were two of my soul coins pregnant? Would not two of these, sir, having been put to use uh, bread? <laughs> it's Festy from uh, Twelfth Night. Yeah. That's very good. Can I intuit anything about why I have more? Make a perception check. Oh, okay. Or perception or insight, I guess. Uh, 23 perception. 23 between you and me. Do you see there's... Uh, they have names inscribed on the bottom, and it's Aaron and Sophia... And looking at their faces, it takes you back. But when you were in Waterdeep pursuing the vault of Neverember, you came across devil worshippers in the service of the Castellanter family. Uh-huh. And you killed two of them, uh-huh. sending their souls to hell. So technically... Their souls were owed me? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Spooky. Well, I hold on to those. Because these aren't... These, this isn't money. This is trophies. This is people. (laughs) They're all people. I know. (laughs) Metaphor. Where's a safe place for me to keep this? Your wings flapping, as you think. I was going to say, I put it in my bra, but you know I'm going to need a bandage soon. (laughs) (laughs) Or to, you know, make a sacrifice to prove your courage. Is that cutting my boob off? What's that one? No, that's you trying to pass ripping your shirt as a sacrifice willing of courage a few episodes ago. You gotta give it a try. You know Myra Wood. She's a little scoundrel sometimes. Okay, I put it in my boot. That's what I'm gonna do. No one's gonna take it away from my boot. Two castle enter soul coins. In boot! Okay, Uh, and I give her one of my other regular ass soul coins. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you whose name is on this one because I don't care. It's Sarah. Um, (laughs) You just start listing our mutual friends. Yeah. I have Sarah and Jamie and Megan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's Megan Swigert, the baker from season one. No, the baker was Jen. Oh, yeah. Megan Swigert had a baby, I think. Wasn't she pregnant in the place that burned down? She was pregnant in the place that burned down in the season, in the the forgotten season. In the forgotten season. In the season I didn't know started until it was over. Uh, Oops. Yeah, you t- we talked about that in person, but you thought the entirety of season three was like on the road to season three starting. Yeah, I kept waiting for like the big bad to drop, but turns out it was bombs. <laughs> it was just a plot to blow things up with magic. Yeah. Anyway, I'm so glad I use reliable talent. I'm so glad I remember what I do. You're so good at your job. Not uh, really. No. No, but I like to give you compliments when they're, whether they're due <laughs> really or not. not. Really not. Aspen makes us look good. This is an Aspen stand podcast now. This is an, this is an Aspen drink podcast that we have <laughs> happened to have been facilitating this entire time. <laughs> we both pull off our faces. We are both Aspen. <laughs> um... Yes, we're just uh, going through. I'm not going to do an Aspen impression. <laughs> Feels like a People bad don't... idea. I was going to let you do it. <laughs> well, I, mean, I've, I think so much of it relies on the showing your nails and pressing your fingers ever so gently against your face when this is an audio medium and that it doesn't work for anybody but you. All right, I hand them a coin. The coin. <laughs> 
the dream machine. Behold! And she pulls back the uh, a little curtain to reveal a, like, you know, inside grocery stores, mm-hmm. there are those baby rides that take a quarter. Mm-hmm. And you, like, you put, you get in, like, the Batmobile and it goes back and forth for a while. Mm-hmm. It's that. Is there a guarantee? Of course. She points to a sign above that says, all of my machines are personally guaranteed by the potentate of this establishment or your money back. Great. And then there's a, uh, with your 20 perception, you can see there's a small asterisk next to the or your money back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Wow, what a great establishment. Everything here is above board. I mean, I know it's hell, but <laughs> if you can't have some sanctuary in hell, then how will you know who your friends really are? Yeah. We're friends. Let me put it this way, my dear. Mm-hmm. Most devils will will do whatever you want for them for a price. And no devil will do anything for free. But I am not trying to trick you into any soul trading contracts or double-talked ripoffs. I just want my soul coins and I want them up front. Nothing wrong with some straight shooting. I agree. Now, who wants to take a ride? Do you mind if we confer with ourselves alone with the machine? I would. You this would. is delicate equipment, and I don't have it patented yet. I don't want you stealing any of my uh, trade secrets, you understand. This all has to be heavily supervised. Besides, the machine isn't just going to operate on its own. I have to be here to pull the lever. Gronk. Okay. Lulu? Yeah? Do you want to try the machine? Okay. Um, she f- flaps over. I think it looks like Dumbo. I think it looks like <laughs> Walt Disney's 1940s animated classic elephant. But Dumbo. like, if it walked through a hot topic in 2001, so it's yes, just there's like, like mascara <laughs> under the eyes. Uh-huh. Uh, it's got like instead of like the little yellow hat, it's got a like a swoop with like a little yellow, uh, like a bleached streak running through it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Fishnets covering the ears. Spiked choker. <laughs> yes. It's covering the ears. It's very good. It's smoking um, a cigarette. It's bur- yeah, ever burning. And it's like it's gloves. The it's like it's just not quite Dumbo enough to get away with the copyright. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like mm-hmm. like the eyes we, are wrong. You, you like the eyes what we're have to an do iris. And yes, yeah. You guys, get, you guys get this it is right. Columbo, the the flying <laughs> elephant. <laughs> Fly out, boy. No, there's nothing here. I don't. We don't need to look for it. Lulu goes and sits down, like you know, flops over and. Okay, just right here. And Maggie goes, uh-huh, and straps on a welder's helmet that she's been wearing the whole time, it turns out, and thump, <laughs> puts it into place. You're going to want to put on some eyewear. Talia goes, I don't think we have any, and she just grabs a lever and goes, shkunk. These uh, spidery metal straps split out from the Dumbo thing and clink, clonk onto Lulu. Uh, a metal, like, electric chair helmet thunks onto her uh, head. She goes, this is all going to be, like, safe and fun, right? Yep. And then a giant Tesla coil starts spooling up. I'm pretty up. convincing. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled high. She trusts you implicitly. She's not making an inside check. I'm going to get this elephant killed. Go on. <laughs> As it's around, you look up and you see, like, in an orb, there is uh, a unicorn that goes, <laughs> and starts running on, like, a hamster wheel, basically. Oh and God. it generates this like celestial electricity that goes to electricity yes um and then the 
machine levitates into the air, just starts rocking back and forth, very like methodically. <laughs> methodically, uh, as it does, you though you start to see Lulu, uh, ethereal like ghost forms Doubles. of her start coming out, and she is like, you know, like when you start off one of those old fashioned like film reels, and you can see each of the pictures individually, and then they eventually like speed up to the point where they look like they're moving. I think they're called cinemascopes. Mm-hmm. It's like that where you just kind of like see her, but it's the reverse. She's going from like just moving to. Uh, and as she does, there's suddenly a moment of double vision where you're looking at you and you look, you bring in your vision a wing in front of you and look at it and then look back at yourself like, oh no. Uh, am I Lulu? Do you look at yourself? Yeah. You have horse hooves, and uh, you are wearing, like, you know, bridal gear. Uh, not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Talia. You're Talia. And then uh, you are hear... Are you uh, me? <laughs> I say in her uh, voice. Am I you? Oh, she says. Yep. <laughs> Your eye, like, the light increases until it's suddenly a white void. And you're there looking at one another. It's you and Talia and Lulu. A hatch opens in the middle of nowhere, and Maggie puts her hat out. She goes, hmm, that's odd. One moment, and the hatch seals shut again, and you're just back in the white void. I'm thinking we're in Lulu's subconscious. You see, like, the landscape starting to become fluffier and pink, like a cotton candy landscape. Mm -hmm. What makes you say that? Think really hard about all the things you can't remember. Just put your brain towards those memories. Maybe of Zariel. You've seen her once now. Think of another time you saw her. Zariel's like wicked, like mascara running, like angel uh, or fire halo face <laughs> looms in front of you all with like wicked gnashing teeth and starts <laughs> spitting fire out of its eyes. Kind of make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> um, good thing I'm lucky. I mean, not lucky. Good thing I'm reliable. <laughs> 18? Does it count for saving throws? I think reliable talent only applies to ability checks. Talia crit. I got 11. Dex save. Ooh, 11 is not very good. Don't I know you, it. So you you take uh, but I have 14 evasion. reduced to 7 because of evasion. If you die in the dream, you die in real life, I say out loud. <laughs> Maggie's voice from somewhere else goes, that's true, actually. You gotta call her mad, Whenever Maggie. you make, Don't get my hopes up. <laughs> Talia steps forward and just like boom, goes up with her lance. Like she, uh, oh man, she sli- has fire resistance. This sucks. <laughs> she wouldn't have been hurt anyway. The fiery skull dissipates. I thought you said you were fans. We are. I wasn't a fan of her though. And then you see a radiant light obscuring the face of this white winged, golden blue skinned woman who just radiates this feeling of maternity to you and safety. She does not have a sword. She's unarmed. Um, And as she reaches toward you, you can see her hand is dripping rivulets of blood. uh, And it's like kind of staticky around her face. Oh, I see. It seems this one's had contact with the water of the sticks. I'm going to have to recalibrate the machine to adjust for these memories. Hold on. And you hear a like machine. I hold on to the two of them. 
like a rubber gasket. Uh, everything kind of shifts around you. The pink landscape undulating precipitously. You're going like soaring over it, but in random directions. You two gripping onto each other and Lulu just flapping. It seems to rush underneath you more than it does seem like you fly over it. But the patches begin to desiccate and decay, turning into faded brown patches and black dripping sludge just swirling around more as this muck soars past you all and then you see a like giant white ball coming toward all of you uh it's heading straight for you there's no way to avoid it and as it collides with you myri it is a dandelion puff and it just puffs on your nose and the seeds float and as you look up at them they become stars and you're looking up at the night sky. And then you look down and around, and Lulu is curled next to Zariel, whose face is still... Spooky? Oh, yeah, not spooky anymore, but, like, like the the memory, the, the good memory. Um, but her face is kind of obscured as if it was, like, a fresh pencil and somebody rubbed their thumb over it. She says, they have. They've made all the difference, and perhaps that is the key. From eternity, nothing can change, but if the mortals are given a chance, a voice, all that's left now is the dream. White light emanates from something held between Zariel's hands, and then you're on the field of battle. It's chaotic. Lines of knights have met a ravening mass of demons, and the front lines are a frantic melee. Uh, You are pulling uh, your sword, a sword that you hold, uh, out from the dead body of a froggy monster as another rushes toward you. A voice cries out, Lulu, help hold the line here. I'm going to get a lay of the land. As an angel shoots up into the air. Oh my God. Another clot of demons comes rushing toward, down the hill and then it all glitches out, turns into this like sketch black and white, comes back and Zariel, for of course the angel is Zariel, uh, is circling above you. She looks again now like your mother, uh, her face there. There's a terrible trumpeting sound that echoes across the battlefield, followed by a monstrous voice as echoing as if through a bullhorn. Cast off! Cast off! To arms! To arms! We ride for Yael! At Yael we strike! And more voices. To Yael! To Yael! <laughs> Glitching again, and as your vision clears, you're back standing underneath the blood-red sky of Avernus, but not in Fort Knucklebones. You're on a battlefield and a huge mound of devils lies dead before you. You feel yourself cackling with this victorious sense as you look at, as you peel a corpse off uh, off of the pile and reveal a bloodstained Zariel. And then a tall devil with blonde hair, dressed in robes of black and gold, strides in amongst the scattered corpses. Asmodeus. Zariel chokes out the name. The devil's eyes smolder as he they look down at the angel. In a smooth voice of elegance and grace, they he asks, Where is the sword? Gone. Fetch her some water, Asmodeus says. And they wait, simply gazing at each other. A few moments later, the water is brought in a chalice of ivory and gold. Asmodeus takes the cup and offers it to Zariel. She smacks his hand aside, spilling the cup into the dust and blood. Asmodeus smiles. <laughs> The machine spools up again. There's a bright flash of light and (laughs) rancid, putrid green and black smoke echoing into the room. The smell of burning uh, machinery stinging your nostrils and your eyes as 
I, well, I told you it was still a prototype. Uh, Maggie comes forward and waves the air away as uh, the machine's uh, like our legs shuffle off of Lulu. Oh, uh, I, I go to Lulu and I like pull her out of the contraption. Are you all right? Ah, thanks. I don't know. I feel confused, but those were definitely my memories. But you were sorry. Am I wrong? Me? No, I don't think so. I, you saw you I was looking. crawled up at her feet. Okay. Talia goes, no, I, I saw Lulu as well with Zariel. They were both there together. But did you... We'll talk. So, Maggie turns around. You know Zariel. We didn't want to lead with that. I knew you I'm were a I'm not talking to you, she says. She comes up to Lulu. You know Zariel. Lulu looks to you. Uh... Lulu, don't lie, but don't give, give her as little information as possible. Say you knew her in a past life. I knew her in a past life. Maggie smiles, crooked, jagged yellow teeth. A spider crawls out from in between the gap in one uh-huh. and then goes up her nose. Uh-huh. Is that right? She reaches into so anyway, uh, the folds go. of her dress. I she pulls out up. a book uh that looks like it's made out of sheaves of skin <laughs> oh my God. uh and and a pen and <laughs> can i have your autograph uh i give lulu a thumbs up in uh telepathy <laughs> i give her a telepathic lulu. thumbs up which feels like a brain scratch <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, oh, horrifying that's nice. <laughs> L- lulu does a, a circle of like four loop the loops do you know what she does it's like a fountain pen, and she she puts fountain pen on her trump and then stamps it. Yes, yes, she sure does. Yeah, she uh, has the little like, so like trunk bit, and then <laughs> so she's Mark Prolsch with flappy ears and a trunk nose. But other than that, Mark Prolsch. Thank you very much. I'm a big fan of your friends. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> so then, yep. I hope you've enjoyed the novelty. We have. Um, I telepath to Lulu. You didn't see where she hid the sword, did you? No. I feel like that was our one lead. It was. The only thing I got there that was new for me was Yael. I yeah. don't know what, what or where that is, though. Oh, was that a place or a person? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was a person. It could be. I just remember them saying to Yael. I turned to, to Mad Maggie. Do you know Yael? Yael? Yeah. Doesn't ring any Baels. <laughs> I laugh. Laugh, Mickey. <laughs> I'm pretty convincing. Great. She does roll insight. With reliable talent. <laughs> okay, only 16 on the insight. She thinks my laugh is real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you do stand up? There's got to be an oh. open mic somewhere in this place. <laughs> There's one know? at the well, actually. I run it. I do a little bit of time up top just to like set the room, set the tone the for everything. Well? But I'm not. Yeah, yeah. The well. The yeah. Right next. Right next door. The hell well. The well of hell. It, it's. I mean, it's not the only one. It's the name of my establishment, the tavern oh. that is affiliated with the garage. Heard. It is a well in hell. It is a hell well. It's a hell well. I'm sorry. What were you saying, Yael? Who? Bail? Yeah, yeah, yeah never really heard no of her. Knowledge. Okay, great. Yeah, it could be place, could be person, right? Beats me. Maybe some new lore to dig up on our girl. 
Zarael. Mm. Uh, that could be so well. But so I've got good. too much to do here running the shop. If you think that whatever this Yael is is affiliated, though, with Zariel, there could be something at the Crypt of the Hellriders. The Crypt of the Hellriders, of course. The one west of here? If you went west far enough, you could get there eventually. Directions so naturally are a bit tricky in awareness, but uh, Mickey, where's that map? And he like walks away to a wall. And he's like trying to walk further away from her, but as he does, his stitching keeps unraveling. He's like, mm-hmm. his leg falls off, and, he goes, uh-huh. and then he hops on one leg over with this crumpled up map. Give me that. Unfurls it. He goes. I'd say it's more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. It's waste of here. <gasps> See, I I thought so. I look at the map. Can I get a can I get a picorino? Give me a understand. perception check. Good. Twenty three. So you take a glimpse, and as you're looking at it, you can see it's oh moving. <gasps> no, <laughs> no. So it's like shifting around. The biggest feature on it is this like gash that is the river sticks that uh you know kind of cuts through it running nearly along the northern border of the map and then zigzagging down but it shifts and churns even as things move around it you also notice though a couple of other landmarks a volcano labeled bales forge you see you are not far from a place called the dock of fallen cities which is where you came down when it touched down with the Janes. yeah you can see several spots on it that are marked hell wasp nests did you ever play borderlands no great soundtrack though i mean it's kind of the vibe you can see these like large towered features on there you can see bt big tower energy big tower energy (laughs) (laughs) an obelisk is labeled uh and then there's a giant dragon skull in the northern corner that uh with a small like bte uh nearby labeled uh, arkin's tower a-R-K-H-A-N. For a moment, I'm like, oh, Matt's going to be so jealous. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh... Do you have any more maps? Do you sell any maps? I could sell you this one. Yeah, but that's your main map, right? It's a map. How many? How many money? For a map of awareness, I could part with that for... Half... Ten soul coin. coins. <laughs> Say that I'm sorry. Did, did you say one and a half? Half of a know. coin. Listen, you're a businesswoman. I'm a businesswoman. Oh, I you just are. thought I'd start with some initiative. Yeah. What is your I used business? You have an avocado toast uh, pop up in the north of Avernus. Make a deception check. <laughs> in in the northern part of Avernus, not like in a different land. Does that make sense? Yes. No, that, I know what you mean. That was the intention. Uh, deception? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Three, two, three. two one, Dirty 11. <laughs> I didn't realize I was talking to someone truly evil. A pleasure to make your acquaintance. Pleasure to be doing business with you. Oh, my God, stop. I just, you know, I don't like to advertise it. It's more fun when there's some variety to those of us up there. I she wink. winks back. as she, When she opens up her socket, her eye has rolled into the back of her head. It's gone. <laughs> Where'd you go? Oh, turns her head so that she can see you. Right. Uh, excuse me. She holds her nose close and <laughs> blows like she's trying to relieve the pressure uh, after getting off an airplane. Yeah. And her, the eye. Th- 
Hello again. <laughs> what do you do now? Still in the avocado toast game? I'm, I'm trying a new, a few new schemes, you know. Uh, I, I'm taking a little bit of a break to, you know, from one aficionado to another. Get some collectibles. Trying to find some artifacts and historical places Ariel went. That's sort of what I'm up to on my little vacation. I've had that same busman's holiday. Well, if you... <sighs> Uh, naturally, the most valuable information, it seems, is uh, mm-hmm. right there with you. And she looks at Lulu. She goes, gives her a little wave. Lulu looks. Well, if you want to let shoulder. her take another ride on that thing, you know, let, me, let us know. Uh, so, it's, I think it's going to need some time. <laughs> I had some time and some repairs. But if you're out scouring looking for artifacts of Zariel anyway. If you happen to come across any adamantine rods, I could use them on the machine and might be able to plumb her depths a little bit more uh, thoroughly. If you're okay with that. Is adamantine rod something I've heard of before? I don't think so. I think you've heard of adamantine. Awareness thing? <laughs> Just a mineral? Yeah, it's like orichalcum. It's like, uh, or mithril. It's a. Uh... Mm-hmm. Uh, I make a note because Myra's not good at remembering. And. Um... Mad Mags. <laughs> well, I know where to find you. Oh, yeah, I'm always here. There's always a lot uh, to be done. You know, war business, machines business. to sell. Yeah. Since you brought it up, actually, uh, mm-hmm. if you're going to be hiking across the wasteland that is Avernus, you could be doing it a little quicker and a lot more fashionably if you were to have one of Mad Maggie's patented infernal war machines available now for this Infernal Memorial Day sale. Do you have anything... I mean, as I said, I'm a business owner, but I have been on vacation for a little while now. Do you have anything in the affordable side? Let me show you some of my junkers. Now, these are modestly priced vehicles. Uh-huh. And she brings you around to a lot. Uh, and you can see there's, it's a scrap heap, and like it's kind of difficult to discern which parts of it are like the junk parts. and which parts of it are for sale. Our, our vehicle. <laughs> yeah. It's just like some of them have been like kind of cleared away. And you can see like the things with wheels are the most likely to be vehicular. Mm-hmm. Give me a perception check. I also want to insight her as she shows me everything, please. That's going to be a dirty 20. Okay. And uh, go ahead and make the insight. Nine. Okay. I'm not going to tell you what you got. Assume it was higher. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm so not insightful, I don't even get to know the rule. <laughs> it wasn't by, like, one, was it? No, it was not. Great. Then I'm glad I didn't use luck. <laughs> she got on. a crit. I'll tell you, actually. She got a, she got a natural 20. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great. Great. She is inscrutable. So it's like this is Beverly her business. at any used car lot. <laughs> exactly. Just, Just scared and knowing I'm being ripped off. <laughs> the main thing, so there's, like, is this giant, like, tripod looking machine it kind of looks like a conch cell shell flipped on its ass with like three wheels strapped to the bottom of it and it's got a long claw like crane hanging from the back there's what you essentially is like a dune buggy the wheels are like huge and they look kind of like more like churning blades it's got this um cow catcher on the front that looks like a sloth's claws uh kind of upturned coming off of its nose uh and like a harpoon uh, launcher off the side of it with like uh-huh. a uh, basically a rudder this like stinger like tail uh-huh. uh, and then there is a selection of uh, two wheeled narrow vehicles that look like they could maybe fit a rider a piece so you can do this Tron or 
Halo 2. <laughs> That's what I saw. <laughs> it's like that level in Final Fantasy 7 or yeah. it's uh, or it's a road trip movie. So it's either like yeah. we are two badass ladies on our motorcycles wheeling around or With it's flying we are stuck in a car together. <laughs> I know. Both are good. I want to try for this car, though, because that's more fun and you know it's going to get riggedy wrecked. I like the middle one, but I'm not sure it's going to be in my price range. Uh, as Talia pain. is like reaching toward one of the motorcycles, she goes, yeah, uh, the, the middle one looks um, uh, sturdy. Her name is literally the Red Rider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know she would be so cool. Oh, the Tormentor! You have a keen eye. Now this baby's got great gas mileage. That's the main thing to know. It's still fossil fuels. It's gas. It's like it's it's gasoline. It, it's hell. Um, it doesn't run on like blood. <laughs> nah, actually, it does. It runs on demon ichor. Blood, but demon ichor is actually what like electrical vehicles are. Like it's it's the the environmentally friendly option is demon ichor. This demon-icker, one runs yeah. on gasoline. This is biodegradable, but this one runs on gasoline. <laughs> I souped this baby up. I took the environmentally sound engine, threw it right out of there, lifted off the weight of all of those terrible batteries. Put in the uh, engine of a Honda Fit. <laughs> <laughs> That shit will run forever. <laughs> yeah, it's a Honda Fit. Um, <laughs> as long as you bring it in for an oil change every 5,000 miles, this will last you the rest of your life. Nothing flashy. You're not going to have a lot in terms of offense. The harpoon gun, yes. You might not come out on top if you were to go up against a demon grinder, but you'll be able to hold your own against uh, any nasty imps or quasits or lemures running around the the, the road. With this kind of protection, you're going to be better suited off than on uh, one of those rides that you're looking at there, honey. Mm-hmm. And Talia's like, again, eyeing, the, like taking her hand. She's like, I was just, it was dusty. And I. She's now like, like on one knee next to it, feeling the grain of the, <laughs> mm-hmm. of the front of it. Oh, hello, old friend. You haven't been treated well in a while, have you? She's doing the Vigo Mortensen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you want a carrot? <laughs> to the motorcycle. <laughs> Can't part with this baby for less than. Six soul coins. Mm, how much for the motorcycles? <laughs> motorcycles, I could do six. <laughs> motorcycles, I will let you do three apiece. <laughs> I look at red. I think we should take the car. I mean, you're probably right. It probably offers more protection, and you don't have a lot and of also, riding experience. Okay. Uh, not that. I was going to say, you're going to need a nap soon, and one of us can drive, and one of us can be napping. Oh. I get yeah, I guess okay, that is true. I could use a nap. We'll take the car. Could you come down to five? <laughs> I forgot about haggling. This is truly haggling. Um We shared some laughs today. You got to see something pretty cool. You are running on an errand for me. Make a persuasion check. Sure. If if I see him for sure, I would love to bring him back. T I crit. All right, five it is. And I'll throw in a full tank of diesel. <laughs> she opens the... Oh my God, wait, no. That's the opposite of what I was supposed to write. She opens, she unscrews the cap on the diesel. I, I guess she fills it up too. She mm-hmm. unscrews the cap on the diesel and you hear... Aah! It's like still soul screaming. Like it's still spooky, but it is just diesel. But it's just gasoline. <laughs> The fossil fields are fossils of people now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You see the ghost of Vin Diesel be like, at last I'm free, and he f- so his up and goes, no, no, oh, ah. I'll get you yet, Riddick. 
Yeah, she uh, opens. She uh, goes absolutely, and this baby, brand new of my own design. She like pats the top. The door pops open. You see two skeletons come out. One's got like a contraption attached to its mouth. One's got like a robotic hand. Whoa! Th- yeah, uh, for the crash tests. She's also wearing a leather jacket. <laughs> yeah, uh, the leather jacket has "I love butts" embroidered in the back. I take the leather jacket. I put it on. All right, add a uh, leather jacket to your inventory. Leather jacket, fan of butts. Honestly, a leather jacket that says I love butts on the back is pretty hip. Honestly, yeah, I'm like, I could probably find that somewhere. I I don't think it's me because I don't want that conversation with strange men. But Mm -hmm. I see I'm seeking it out constantly. (laughs) Butt seeker. So, um, says Talia. Okay, so just to recap. The dream machine is broken. To fix it, we need adamantine rods. But in the meantime, we can seek out some clues at the Crypt of the Hellriders. So... I mean, I guess we can't just go, like, hunting. Do you have any leads on where these rods might be? They are coveted parts. Uh, You're not going to find any in any scrap heap in uh, Varanus. But uh, there's a couple of folks who might know. Um, Bale could make you some new ones, of course. Uh, Bale Organa? Bale Organa is here? No, I'm so sorry. Bale... One name, like Cher, the former Duke of Avernus, the ousted pit fiend who runs the forge in that volcano over there. Right. Points, volcano. (laughs) Giant flaming eye above it. No, no, no. Wrong IP, wrong IP. That seems like a good lead to me, says the shield in your mind. Um, Of course... If the, the, any have been found, they're quite valuable. They were probably hoarded by Tiamat. Oh, casual. So we could steal from a dragon and go talk to a pit fiend. Yeah, I mean, your call. Or they could just be lying around somewhere. Is that true? I'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> I get the car. Well, this has been great, Mags. Can I call you Mags? I'd prefer that you didn't. You got it, Maggie. You get in the car, you look in the back, there's a bunch of adamantine rods. There's a bunch of adamantine rods in the back of this car. No, not really. She's like, go, <gasps> go on this like very dated, like long quest thread that's going to take you probably the entire arc. Oh, never mind. You just skip to the end. It's right here. It's been right here the whole time. That's like, I bought pants from a thrift store once for two dollars, and I reached in the pocket and there were five dollars. Holy <laughs> shit! It was great. It was a great day. That's a that's an and then White I found five dollars story, but it's also a like it's a good thing on its own. Yeah, it was really fun. White jeans. Like White Lines. It's a song that's not from a musical. That's why you haven't heard of it. I, I pull the skeletons out after putting on its jacket. Uh, do they have any soul coins in the skeleton pockets? I tell you what, you've got that last point of luck, right? Mm-hmm. If you give it to me, you can trade it for a soul coin. Nope. Okay. Nope. Sorry. Cl- Trap. Clean out. Trap. Great. And, well, I guess we get in the car um, so she can drive if she wants I didn't know she had a ring of jumping. How fun. Oh, actually, I could fly, too. Flying is still muscles. So, like, mm. the... I'm so The vehicle has a... Just, like, put it in terms of mechanics. The vehicle has a speed of 100 feet. All right. Crypt of the Hellriders. Lulu goes, Bye, Chucka! Bye, Clonk! And the two Kenku that you came here searching for initially, who are, like, working on uh, the Satan Wagon, which is the name of the vehicle that the castle lanterns ride around in uh-huh. which you can see is like intimidating it's got like 
a giant mouth on the front of it, a wrecking ball hanging off the back. It's got like six monstrous wheels and it's like kind of like long and armored like a knight's helm. It looks like it could fuck shit up. Cool. Uh, they go, I love you. She goes, I love you. She, they're like, I love you. And he goes, I love you. And they're just in an I love you chain that lasts the entire time as you're driving away. I wonder if we should watch their dreams. I ponder too. Talia. Everybody knows that Kenku don't dream. Is that true? Mm. Shrug, driving off. Dreamless nights are very nice to me. Some people smoke, you know, long bottom leaf to not dream. Yeah. Normally when I dream, it's because God wants something. That's so annoying. It really is. Because at first, because you never, you never go into the dream knowing like, oh, this is a meeting with my boss. You go into the dream being like, I'm just oh going to like have a like fun, relaxing Relax. time. And then, yeah. nope, it's some sort of vision, like portents of things to come or some ominous, incomplete <sighs> harbinging. Have you ever been having a fun dream and then God comes in and is like, hey, I have a mission for you? Like, have you ever been like kissing your honey in your dream and then God was like, knock, knock, it's me, your boss? I don't um, like have a honey. That's not a thing I had like a, a lot dream, of dream honey, time. you know? I mean... There was this one time that mm-hmm. I was dish. I was kissing this man, and um, mm-hmm. what did he look like? Give me some deets. Like really thick, curly black hair. Okay, pale like like not not healthy pale, like paler than us pale, mm-hmm. like kind of like uh-huh. translucent. Oh, a kind of cute nose, like kind of like turned up at the end, like this little like cute kind of mm-hmm. up pointy nose. And then as we were kissing, he uh, he stabbed me in the kidney with a poison dagger, which he then later did because it turns out it was a, a prophecy that I had to lure him away from uh, the rest of his army. And I took that hit, but I, I I got him, you know, like right, like right, like toe to taint. Oh, you have a worse dating life than me. For a couple of years, the only person I kissed was a dwarf who threw up in my mouth. Every time <laughs> just once just the once if once feels like enough it was plenty let me tell you i think i would prefer the kidney stabbing yeah me Honestly, too. in me that too. case i think uh yeah that's just does that make you feel better i guess a little bit yeah i'm not supposed to do that <laughs> you're fine stay on your side watch watch your corner i i know where i'm going look i am the writer around here okay <laughs> i know where I'm. you're going. the red passenger <laughs> Oh, now you know where to go to Veritas. Okay. I saw the map too. <laughs> Just uh, you know, lightning bolts <laughs> carrying around like uh, like iron shredded tumbleweeds. Yeah, this is all happening outside the windows as, passing as you're by. like passing by. Like there's these road markers. Like you know, um, when you're on the, I think it's on the 101. There's like the part of it uh-huh. that was the mission highway, so it's got like all of yeah, the bells sure. leading the way. There's those, but they're towers that have, like, these orbs on them that shoot lightning bolts of uh, white light at demons as they're running, and they're just, like, bug zappers. <laughs> you uh, are, like, coming down the trail toward uh, what you can see is, like, this main road that goes near the sticks. We cut away as uh, you and Talia are bickering uh, to this outcropping of rock, these, like, hoodoos mm-hmm. out beyond Fort Knucklebones, and there's the little boar guy, this, like, boar who's, like... <sighs> looking through a spyglass and then there's these uh two 
tusk-like exhaust pipes coming off the front of this uh it's shaped like a boar's mouth uh, like, like the nose okay. is like uh, a helm where a werebore uh, wearing like leathered furs he's got like a face on his pauldron he's got skulls tied around in the back goes <laughs> and uh, there's like several other werebores this one with the spyglass jumps on and they take off after you Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to episode 166 of 1P D&D with Beverly Jean as my restone daughter and T. Wade as everyone else. Joshua Penn Pearson did the intro and outro. Other incidental music was Psychotic by Alexander Nakarada. And there was a little song there at the end that I'm going to see if we can clear, uh, get, you know, not clear, but like sneak past the rights for anyway. Aspen Drake was our social media manager, and this episode was inspired by the Wizards of the Coast adventure Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. Shouts out to Justin Alexander's Remixing Avernus blog, and thank you to our Patreon patrons, Michael, Peter, Anthony, Evan, Tony, Tommy, Casey, and Zach. Thank you so very much. If you would like to join their esteemed adventuring company, head over to patreon.com slash 1bdnd. That's one like the number, P like the letter, D like the letter, N like the letter, and D like the letter. You can also find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. Remember, this podcast is only as cool as its community, so help it grow by telling your friends about it, or by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, hell, wherever you encounter podcasts. The next episode is going to be up next Wednesday, and in this business, we call that August 2nd. Oh my gosh, that's only a week away from our fourth anniversary. What is the traditional fourth anniversary? Somebody shout out in in our threads comments. (laughs) Tell us what it is. Maybe if you do, I'll release the character sheets. Who's to say? Anyway, see you then.